0: Welcome to 7 Minutes in NYC, your seven-day-a-week NYC capsule cast where the coolest New Yorkers give you the real deal about the city that never sleeps in less time than it takes to butter your bagel. Hosted by Alex Mito of Superfine Art Fair. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to 7 Minutes in New York City. My name is Alex Mito, and I'm here today with none other than Ruben Santiago Hudson. Ruben Santiago-Hudson is an actor, playwright and director. His play Lackawanna Blues is coming to Broadway this fall. Super exciting. Welcome to the show, Ruben. Thank you, it's good, good to be here. The pleasure is all mine. And for our listeners out there to get to know you and your relationship with New York City a little better, tell us what is your favorite corner in New York City and why?
1: Wow, my favorite corner. Well, actually, my favorite corner is a spot and not a corner. It's right around uh, uh, the Great Lawn, where the Delacorte is, and, and the baseball fields and the basketball courts and all those benches and the dogs and, and the people. And it's just that's my favorite spot. You know, I love that in Central Park, right?
0: Yeah, Central Park, New York. Yeah, only one. I love it. I love it. If you it, you talk about the dogs, right? If you go at like eight o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning, before when it's off leash hours, it's like more dog varieties than anywhere on the planet, which is I think is it's so madness. cool. <laughs> yeah, it it's really mad. It, it, you know,
1: Alexander, it's crazy at that time. You know, but I, I love dogs. I mean, you, you you know, my daughter loves dogs. I can't say the same
0: thing for my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Cool. So. Ruben, you're directing and starring in your one-man show, Lackawanna Blues, this fall. And I wrote it. And, I wrote and you it. wrote it as well. And you wrote it as well. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit more about the entire process of doing a one-man show like that?
1: Well, actually, first of all, you got, you got to figure out what story you want to tell and what you need to tell the story. Well, what do you need writing-wise and memory-wise? So what I really needed to do was be able to recollect, to remember all the wonderful things that uh, the woman who adopted me, Rachel Crosby, who we know as Nanny. She adopted me and I witnessed her uh, taking care of literally the entire community and dozens and dozens of children who needed help, a helping hand or a place to live. Uh, Fortunately for me, uh, uh, I stayed with her my entire life. And I know a lot of people probably would say it was unfortunate because I didn't have my real birth mother. But I had this new mother, this wonderful relationship with a person who who would guide me, teach me, discipline me and provide all the sustenance mentally, spiritually, and,
0: and physically that I needed. I, I love that. And, and this was also a movie as well, right, Ruben? Absolutely. It was an award-winning movie. It had award-winning.
1: It won Emmys, Golden Globes, Screen Actors Guild Awards, Writers Guild Awards, Producing
0: Guild. It was an award-winning movie at HBO in 2005. I love it. So how does it feel taking, you know, such a such a seminal award-winning movie and bringing it to the stage? What does that feel like for you? Well, it was a play
1: first. It was an award-winning oh, okay. movie, award-winning play at the Got Public it. Theater Great. sold out for 10 weeks. It was a two-year national tour that was sold okay. out and then it became a movie. That's how it became a movie. It, it okay. swept the country at that time uh, of need, which was after 9/11. And then we put it to bed after the movie. Uh, when I say we, as me and my partner in crime on this one, or partner in art, Bill Sims Jr. Uh, we put it on the road and um, then we put it put it to sleep for a little while. And then with the demand of the social discourse and uh, all the fragmentation of our society, Bill felt that we should revisit it. And after some convincing, I said, OK, and I just had to find a proper home. And here comes the Manhattan Theater
0: Club saying, come here. I love it. Well, I'm looking forward. And I'm sorry I didn't know about the original play, but I think it's still really exciting that you're bringing it back to the stage. So, very After cool. After 20 years, 20
1: years. So, 20 years, you know, wow. I was, was a young, young fellow with a lot of hubris, then now I'm an old,
0: older seasoned actor. Oh, I love it. <laughs> very cool. So, in addition to uh, Lackawanna Blues, you're going to be directing Skeleton Crew on Broadway in January as well, which is super cool. What does that feel like to you? Like to have this big return to Broadway, bringing something back from 20 years ago and then doing something new as well?
1: Well, the, the, it's, the newness of Skeleton Crew is is basically after about four years, we, we were an obie winning play with that as well at the Atlantic Theater. And we were gonna try to move it to Broadway then, but um, the situation didn't present itself correctly. So we waited, uh, Dominique and I, the we, Dominique Morisot, um, MacArthur, Grant, Genius Grant winner, so I have to throw that plug in for Dominique. She's amazing. So we we found an opportunity. Here's Manhattan Theater Club not letting me go. Just say, you stay here and, and we'll provide a home for you. And that's the only thing,
0: the greatest thing that any artist can ask for. And they've been a wonderful host to me. I love that. So we'll all go out and check that out as well. And we'll be right back with Ruben. But first, a quick message from our sponsors. Artists, have you ever felt anxious, alone, and not sure about the next move for your career? Good news! Those days are over. For nearly six years, we've taken thousands of hours to develop the best art fair model for artists out there. Superfine Art Fairs have helped hundreds of artists just like you take control of their careers, build relationships with collectors, and create the art income and freedom that you deserve. For a limited time, we are offering you the chance to not only get a great discount on your booth, but also appear on this very podcast as a special guest, reaching thousands of artists, art influencers, collectors, and arts professionals every day. To find out how you can take advantage of this incredible opportunity, just visit www.superfine.world offer to learn more. We can't wait to welcome you to the Superfine community and start helping you sell more art today. And we are back with Ruben Santiago Hudson. So Ruben, you are no stranger to Broadway, as we've noted here. Tell us about bringing August Wilson's Jitney to Broadway and winning the Tony.
1: Jitney was, you know, it was it was this time. It's time. It was a huge hit 20 years or so ago. And August Wilson had 10 plays that he wrote in this particular uh, what he called Pittsburgh cycle. And uh, nine had gone to Broadway. And the only one that hadn't gone was Jitney. So I promised him uh, literally when he was very ill uh, fighting for his life that that I would complete that 10 play cycle. And so we finally brought it to Broadway. And I think that started the relationship between Manhattan Theater Club and I. I think a Tony straightens out a lot of things. So when Jitney <laughs> were at Tony, they were like, how do we keep you in the fold? And I was like, well, just treat me good and do the work that's important to me and, and help uh, uh, remind America of the, of, the, of the beauty and the luster,
0: the intellect, the uh, integrity of the African-American community, particularly through August Wilson's work at that time. I love that. And is that something that you ever would see coming back to Broadway or ever in the future? All they have to do is say, Rube, come on. I would like to do any
1: of August Wilson's plays on Broadway. I'd like to, as well as introduce uh, a whole, uh, uh, I guess, plethora of, of BIPOC artists. Uh, my next play after a Skeleton Crew is w- written by a Mexican writer, Karen Zacarias, and that will be coming to Broadway next year. So I'd like to just make sure that the, the people that... that uh, who are underserved, who are kind of ignored, in a sense, on
0: Broadway, get the recognition and the opportunities that they've been denied or at least overlooked for. I love that mission. And I think that's really cool. Ruben, how, what's the best way for our listeners to keep up with what you're doing? Sounds like you have a lot of projects coming down the pipeline in the coming years. What's the best yeah, way trying, to keep up
1: with you? I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, I'm looking at that last chapter of my career. So I have to line up a lot of things and figure out what's the most important things I want to say and do. But the way to keep up with me, I don't, I'm, uh, you know, I'm on Twitter, uh, uh, R Santiago Hudson. um, And I'm also on Facebook, uh, uh, you know, Ruben Santiago Hudson. I I don't, I don't, I'm not a big social media guy. I guess I got to get better at that because it's a new day, but just, just put my name into any search
0: site and go to news and it will tell you exactly what I'm doing. I love it. So Google him and also follow Ruben on Twitter at rsantiagohudson. Guys, this has been seven minutes in New York City with Ruben Santiago Hudson. Ruben, it has been such a pleasure having you with us today. Thank you for joining us.
1: I'm, I'm grateful that you, you would take the time to speak with me. Thank
0: you. Uh, it's again, the pleasure was all mine. Everybody else, remember anything can happen in a New York minute, so get out there and make it happen. We've also enjoyed being here with you today. Listen in every day, seven days a week, for more of our conversations with the movers, shakers and culture makers of the city that never sleeps. Follow us on Instagram at seven minutes in NYC and be sure to post or story anytime you're listening. You can find us online at seven NYC 7minutesin.nyc or seven NYC.com. We highly encourage you to get on our mailing list for all kinds of fun New York offers. We also send out the weekly schedule of guests every Sunday so that can help as well. If you're enjoying the show, we'd also appreciate it if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on your preferred listening platform. That helps other listeners just like you find Seven Minutes in NYC and enjoy our guests' amazing stories. Until next time, New Yorkers and Globetrotters, get out there and make today count.